Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. All right. Welcome. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Roslyn's Corner. I hope everyone's been having a great day. No, it's been a minute since you heard my voice on this on this line. Uh, man, it's been a, a crazy couple of months, you might want to say, but it, everything's all right. You know, it's all right. It's, it's all good. It's going to be work out just fine, you know. Um, but like I always say, when I start my show, everybody go to www.t25cl.com. Visit our webpage. We've got all the great music, all the great artists that we have online. And if you are an artist, independent music artist, trying to get it out there on the, on the global scale, on the global platform, T25CL is the avenue for you. All right. So tonight, tonight, um, so much been going on. I know everybody knows what's been going on, and I hope I'm coming across real uh, clear, not no echo or anything of that nature. <clears throat> but everything that's been going on has been... Um, Tragedy after tragedy and, you know, uh, news after news, bad news after bad news. Um, can we hear some good news? I'd like to hear some good news, you know. Uh, so many people are, you know, un- unraveled and, and nerves are shot. And everything that's going on in this in this world it, it is really mind-boggling to the, to the extent of where we have come as a people, as a nation. And you know, it's just uh, it's really sad. But I hope some there's some they, you know we always say when you're going through the hard times, going through bad times, there's always light at the end of that tunnel. But this has been a very long, long tunnel. I know we say it's been a very, very long tunnel. But I have a, a couple of people online right now that uh, we're gonna go ahead and get started with our issues tonight. And and basically tonight's issues just you know what's going on and. You know, with the with the verdict that has gone and been handed down with uh, the young lady Brianna Taylor, all that she's uh, her and her family's been her family has gone through, and I mean it's been more than six months after that emergency call, after that call, you know, when uh, uh, she was shot dead by the Louisville home, the police right in her home, uh, and a, a grand jury had indicted an officer in relationship, you know, in relation to shooting her, uh, but it was in shooting in her neighbor's apartment, but no officers were charged for their role in her death. And they said the former officer, which was, was Brett, Brett Hankerson, was indicted on three counts of wanton endangerment. And the two other officers who were uh, who, uh, also fired, they were not even indicted. Um, if you want to know what wanton endangerment is, this means literally that uh, the police officer was shooting so much and, and it endangered her neighbors. It endangered her neighbors. I'll let that sink in there for a second. 
But uh, Kentucky Attorney General, uh, his name Daniel Cameron, he announced the results of the grand jury's proceeding, uh, which was in Frankfurt, you know, following the months of the rallies, the protesters demanding that the officers involved in uh, her death be charged. And two of the officers who opened fire, which was uh, John Mattingly and Miles Cosgrove, were justified in their actions, that what they said. And the thing of this was happening here that they didn't have, uh, they don't have cameras. They're what you call them you know, those uh, webcams on their shoulders. They don't have those in Kentucky. Uh, but the officers were previously placed in, on leave uh, while uh, the other guy, Hankinson, he, he was fired, okay? But the death of this 26-year-old black woman is among several of police shootings that, you know, that galvanized nationwide push for police reform, racial injustice, and Louisville has an edge, has an on-edge uh, for days, you know, the people have just been on edge. Even right now, they're on edge, waiting for you know, uh, you know the, the case. They were on uh, protest room, you know, um, uh, just protesting everything that was going on. Why it was taking so long? Waiting for the judgment to be handed down. The judgment gets handed down, and the rights are gone even that much deeper, much deeper. People are so fed up with. Um, the police injustice, police injustice. And they say they're going to keep on fighting. They're going to keep on fighting. But the thing of it is, it's over so far as trying to indict or charge or make any more charges because, number one, they were they were given a, a settlement of uh, maybe $12 million plus to the family. Um, stating that with the settlement, there will be no additional charges. Um, and with the judgment that's been handed down, there will be no additional charges. So, I mean, I, I, I want everybody to weigh in. I want everybody to weigh in on this, on this, on this matter. And, and there's so much other things that we want to, want to, you know, talk about because like it was according to the this uh, uh, other person um, that was talking about the, the, the witness, a witness said, but the police both knocked and announced their presence before they raided the house. This is another witness, but and and in search of the link to to drug investigation, that was another thing. They had the wrong house, meaning the warrant was 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 not served as a no knock. Okay, uh, this person said um, when no one answered, the officers breached the door, and Madame he said was the only officer to enter the apartment. And he said, uh, Kenneth Walker, which is, you know, Brianna's boyfriend, uh, fired a shot that hit Mattingly. And the officers returned fire and six bullets hit, hit Brianna, and one of which was the fatal shot. But um, it was like he said, the, the boyfriend was, he was defending his home. He didn't know what was going on. And he was a licensed gun owner. And and Walker, who's a licensed gun owner, has gun owner has said police did not even announce themselves, and then that he fired in self defense because he thought someone was breaking in. Somebody knocking your door down, yeah, someone's breaking in. That is your that was your thought. That would be anyone's thought at that time. But there you go. This police officer fired ten shots from outside, with some of the bullets hitting the neighboring apartments where there was a man, a child, and a pregnant woman. And none of his bullets struck Taylor, uh, a camera said. But hmm, the charges alleged Hankerson endangered the neighbors. 
okay, Taylor's neighbors. But Cameron said Mattingly and Cosgrove was justified in their use of force when they when they opened fire because Walker had fired his gun. He had fired first, only because he was thinking some, thought someone was breaking into his home. So I want to get some opinions. I want to get some some shut some uh, thoughts right here. Uh, Zoe, I know you're there. You want to uh, chime in right now? Go ahead, Zoe. Hello. Yes. Hey, what's up? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I mean, you know, it's just to me, it's just one of those another ways of uh, eliminating people. Uh, so, like, a lot of police officers don't go by protocol. A lot of them do their own policing. And they, some of them, a lot of them do those things, and they end up getting caught because they didn't do the right procedure. So, I mean, I think it's just going to keep on going on and on and on. It's just, just be a matter of time when it's going to happen. I mean, it's good cops and it's bad cops. And it's just one of those things that we know it's going to happen as part of what, what the system developed from slavery and way before slavery. So this thing is going to continue on, keep on happening because it's part of the, what the protocol is. Exactly. Um, I got bad feedback. I mean, you know, we can protest and all that, say Black Lives Matter. But we got to stop killing ourselves in our own community. I just rolled by off of Vermont 96. They got the yellow tape up. That's black on black crime. But why we don't protest when this happens? Why Black Lives Matter is not over here when the black person and killed another black person? Why mm -hmm. does Black Lives Matter when a white person killed a black person? Exactly. You know? Seriously. People are still dying in the black community right now as we speak because of another black person. Yeah. You know, but then when somebody else kill us, we want to march. And not even, we don't even want to march. We let other people march for us now and hold up the fist. You know, we around getting EDD and COVID money and, and going to the Gucci stores and stuff. We're not buying no property and none of that stuff. So we're not developing businesses to fight against the police. We get money and we go spend it at other places. We don't develop any type of orchestrations to fight against what we really, what we really need to fight about. Exactly. And that's one of the issues that we face. I'm, I'm going to mute you, Zoe. What was that again? There's a lot of feedback. There's a lot of feedback. Okay, because uh, like I said, I'm on my speaker and I'm driving, so. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. That's better. Yeah. 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 So, you know, because you know, I'll be talking to people all the time. Even, you know, we, we amongst ourselves, we keep on fighting against ourselves. Just like I was talking about on my show. Uh, when I was part of the Department of Mental Health. We, we fight amongst our own race because in this organization, I had to fight to say, I want to say black community. Mm -hmm. No, but I was told don't say black community in, in a black organization. And they just now, after two years of me fighting along with other people, they actually changed the name of the organization to, to where... Work. 
to where to where a first organization in the Department of Mental Health is called African slash African American, and we and I complain every time I went to that meeting. I'm like, I feel and I feel disrespected. Mm-hmm. So after two years, I want to give it to the Department of Mental Health. I give them a high five. They changed the name. They changed yeah. the name from African to African American, and they changed it to Black slash African Heritage Advisory Committee. Now, that's a big step. And if the county, that's a match there. So if the county had to make a change within their own, what do you think the world needs to do? What do you think our, our state needs to do? The county had to change. That took people like myself to go in and fight to say, no, we are a black community, not an African-American community, because it's a black dollars, black enterprise, black college, black entrepreneurship, you know? That's what we say. We don't say African dollars. We don't say African only African community we really have left in California to what I feel is Lamert Park. Lamert Park, exactly. Right. That is the African that is an African community. That's, that that's Little Africa right there. That's Little Africa right there. Right. But the, on the outskirts, you know, there are black Americans. So the reason why I'm yeah. speaking about this is because, you know, I get kind of confused because it's confusing because we're killing our own self. We don't it's like all this money people. I'm just happy to speak. All this money these people got. I mean, people got thousands of dollars back to the 80s. So what people that have money, people that never would have money, have money right But nobody, out of all this money, nobody's still coming together and buying their property, buying their stores. Everybody's still going to buy fancy cars, jewelry, the Gucci bag. Nobody's coming together no matter how they get money. No one's building up any so assets. We, right. I mean, how do we folks even do better? And then we, when we have opportunity to do better, no matter how you get it, to come together to do better. We can't. We're not doing it. But there are there are some. There there are very few and far in between. Um, there are some, you know, African Americans, blacks that are building up their wealth. I mean, building up their assets. Because you got to remember one thing about us as African Americans is that uh, wealth comes from old money. Wealth is old money. In other words, uh, uh, when back in the slavery days, you got to think about they they had the the big plantations, they had uh, you know the, the the big homes and the land and and had wealth um, back in slavery days, and they built on that. They made sure their kids passed on down to their kids. Where we as African American blacks, we didn't have that. We didn't have the wealth, we didn't have anything to build on. And some that did invest, you know, it was either taken or, I mean, look at the Tulsa, look at the Tulsa, you know, um, um, massacre, where, Af- where blacks were trying to build the wealth. And what happened? They, they tore it down. They, they, and I think you think about the mentality and the things that we go through as a people that, you know, there's so much that you lose hope. So many people lose hope because the white man just won't let you get no further. Once you try to get too much or get, you know, too much in hand, they try to take it away from you. And that's just, that's just the case. That's just been the case through through, through time with these United States from the slavery times to now, saying. you know, yeah, no matter what we do, we're going to get opposition. 
Opposition right. is our is our you know nemesis. That's our that's the thing that's going on with us right now. All right, we have a caller from nine five one. Uh, caller, give us your name. Where are you calling in from? Hi. Good morning. Uh, good morning. <laughs> oh man, I'm confused. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hi. Hi, Alex. How you Alex. doing? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Well, oh Mr. man. It's, it's just deflated, you know, as a black person in this country and as a black woman and seeing this verdict today. The first thing I want to say is, do you know that that attorney general is married to Mitch McConnell's niece? Fact. Hello. Okay. Hello. Um, that, that tells it right there. That's, that, that's just the end of the story right there, right? So uh, you were talking a little bit earlier about Everywhere we go, we, we, we see opposition and, you know, all black folks, ain't, all skid folks ain't kin folks. That's right. Know? So somebody walking around in blackface don't mean that they're, they're going for you. <laughs> you know, they have their own agendas. And especially when they reach a certain station in life, you know, they're, they're, um, they're at that station and they have accrued all that wealth because, in part, in part because they have forgotten about all of the people that they left behind, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I just think it was, you know, the, the the thing that got me thinking today when I saw when I even before the verdict came out and everybody was talking about all these different, um, you know, police departments ramping up their, you know, their um, uh, uh, protective strategy to go out in the streets and, and you know, protect uh, property, right? Because they're not protecting people. They're protecting each other and protecting property. Um, that was all over the country. L.A. is doing it. Chicago is doing it. New York's doing it. All the major cities have ramped up their police force, right? And wow. gone in kind of battle mode. So they knew what the verdict was going to be before the verdict even happened. And the crazy part about it is that, you know, you remember the guy recently, Kyle Rittenhouse, that went and shot up those protesters uh, in uh, Wisconsin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. You see how... You're talking about Blue Lives Matter. Yeah, you talked the guy that said the Blue right. Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Right. You see how Trump and, and those um, right-wingers are calling him a child and talking about he's defending his people and blah, 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 right? Now... Brianna Taylor was sleeping in her bed, right? Mm-hmm. And they shot her six times and killed her. She had no idea what was coming to her. But instead of talking about her as the human being that they, she, she was, they went in the crates and pulled up stuff from ex-boyfriends that had a, a felony and people were saying this one guy that has this thing called the Tatum report, um, Brandon Tatum from uh, uh, Austin, Texas, he's some ex-cop black guy, um, right winger, um, was it all that report is all over Fox News, right? Talking about how she had these ex-boyfriends and people were coming in saying, well, if you, if you mess with beehives, you're going to get stung. So when a black person gets killed or injured by the authorities, they find the most nefarious thing they could find about us and put that out there. They don't talk about the fact that at that moment in time, that black person... She was, a, was, she was an accomplished person. 
she was an accomplished exactly. young individual. Yes. Right. It's like it's like saying, okay, when D, you know, I die, and then somebody go back to my high school days and pull up some craziness that I did back then, and and use that as a defense of why I got killed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, mm-hmm. Just, it's just really deflating. And the discovery that this guy is married to Mitch McConnell's niece, that right there just told me the story. Wow. Wow. I got to look that one up. I didn't know that one. That's that's a that's a head spinner right there. Like they say in old that's school, a that's head a head spinner right, right there. Because you can tell right there. But, and, but, and the thing, yeah, but the thing of it is, when, when I saw him speak, I said, this this mm-hmm. dude right here, this dude right here, nah, he ain't for the people. No, he's, he's not for the people. He, he's, he's a bootlicker. And, you know, talking all this way, I'm, I just wanted to vomit when I heard him talk. I was like, you know what? Just go bleach your skin because that's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Exactly. But I, wanted to t- I wanted to touch real quick on something that Zoe said, you know, about us trying to build up um, ourselves and black people killing black people. You know, there's a lot of people, you know, it, it's not as tele- televised as, you know, these things that, because it's not going to benefit uh, the political movement um, to talk about what black people are doing in their communities to help black people, you know, really come out of this hopelessness and helplessness that they have, right? Why we're turning on each other, right? So they uh-huh. highlight black people killing other black people because it benefits them right you know they don't highlight you're going to kill and if you're in a in a situation where it's helpless and hopeless um you're gonna kill who's closest to you same way when you go into white communities they're killing each other too why do you think we have snaps and all these different shows uh that they have they kill for different reasons because they have money right so they're killing each other for insurance money. Uh, okay. We don't have yep. nothing. We, we, we kill each other because we're in a helpless, hopeless situation and we don't understand because we're helpless and hopeless how to regard life enough to really look at our brother as a human, right? You know, in those cases. The other thing I wanted to mention when Zoe said about people getting EDD and, and the government stimulus, how long did people have to wait for that, right? And by the time people got that money, you know, I, I'm just thinking about somebody who's, if you deprive somebody of something for so long and then all of a sudden they get this, this money, the EDD and the, and, the, um, and the COVID relief money is not enough buy land right and then in order to buy land you have to have credit right and Mm -hmm. you know so even and money to put down (laughs) right and money Mm -hmm. to put down and so you know when you give up a a group of people who haven't had anything it's like giving a starving kid or a starving person a plate of food what you think they're going to do they're going to eat that whole plate and they're not sharing it with nobody and want to you know kill anybody I mean? want to try to get in it. Want to kill anybody want to try to get in it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it's like we have to be realistic about where we are, what opportunities are available to us, and what systematic things still exist. You heard yesterday, they voted yesterday in Orange County to, to, to um, end covenant deeds, right? You know what covenant deeds are? Go ahead. Tell covenant us. Covenant Covenant deeds 
are deeds where a black person cannot buy a home in certain areas of the OC because it's written in those covenant deeds. And yesterday was the day when Orange County um, Commissioner uh, had the vote and it was approved to stop the use of covenant deeds. So we have come far, but we have not come that far. Wow. It's a system, it's a system against us. Um, um, I'm, I, I just don't know. So a covenant deed, uh, tell us that one again. A covenant deed is, is what again now? A covenant deed is something that was written back in the early 1900s when they were building up certain communities, right? Where black people and couldn't go in. in. Well, blacks and certain ethnic minorities, right? So they spoke about Asians. They spoke about people from uh, these Arab countries, uh, Turkish Turkish people. So they had like a specific group of people that these homeowners, when they sold their homes, were not allowed to sell to. You could look it up. Minnesota has the most covenant deeds in this country, and it still stands right now. Wow, how can that be legal? Because it was written back in the day? Right, but I mean, there's stuff that's been written back in the day. You know, look at lynching. Why is lynching still on the books? Lynching is still legal in certain places. You know, these things are baked into the system, and until we start to rip apart the root of that system, and, and that means getting involved in politics, being really vocal, you know, putting your feet to the pavement. It, it's selfless sacrifice, and you may not get the fruits of your labor in your lifetime, but you pave the way for that next generation so that they don't have to end up dealing with the things that we're dealing with now that we thought we got rid of, but we didn't know that it was baked in the system. Yes, yes. Wow. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to look that one up. Look I'll that look up because you learn so much. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I, I'm I'm looking at it right now. Free quit claim deeds, access to public records, full service, but covenant deeds. Free uh, covenant. Oh my goodness. Okay, we're we're gonna look into this, everybody. We are definitely gonna look into this. All right, I've been holding my girl long enough. Let me see where is she. Uh oh, where'd she go? Oh. Oh, I thought she was still there. Okay, that's okay. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, you're here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Roslyn's Corner. Of course, we're uh, talking about so many things that's going on, but the main thing, you know, that we need to be be aware of as a people, we need to be aware of what's going on. And I think that even uh, when we talk about, you know, crime against, you know, black on black crime, I think that's another thing that Chief always talks about, black on black crime, which is, you know, like Zoe was saying, why why are they not reporting that? But I think because of the fact that so many, it's just happening so much here that um, that uh, do we have a mindset to handle this? I mean, that's another thing. We have to have a mindset to that we want to change. Do you feel that there's a mindset that people want to change or or? What do you think? What What do you think, Zoe? Do people want to change or, or what? Zoe, you there? Well, well I'm here. Um, 
it's like half and half. It's half and half. It's kind of hard to predict because there's a lot of followers and leaders. You know, then when you speak about change, a lot of people are scared of change. They don't even want to change. They don't even realize that life is never going to be the way it used to be, never again, the way it used to be. It's going to, it's been changed already. A lot of people haven't even accepted it. They just have to, they just dealing with it. They haven't stepped back and just really looked at it. They need to change something in their life right now that, that's not going to be the same. You know, everybody still remains thinking things are going to be the same. I mean, I even changed the things that I've done because I realized that it's not going to be the same as what I thought at first. I was into entertainment. And that's how I get my client. I was trying to do events and, you know, concerts have meetings. We don't even have meetings no more. There's no more concerts. There's the things that I used to do, I can't do no more because it's not to be done anymore. So I have to change. And, and, and accept on what's going on. A lot of people are not going to willing to change. I mean, they're going to a, a road to nowhere. You know, a lot of people, they just head to a road to nowhere. A lot of people don't want to change. They're happy in what they are, what they're doing, what they have. You know, they're comfortable. A lot of people are just in, their com- in their comfort zone. Can't yeah, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, that's the, that's the thing of it is, though. I mean, what will make individuals realize that what they're doing i mean because you gotta think about it now you have young men killing young men but what happened in their raising in their upbringing where did they get that from if it TV, not was not teed teach talk to you have a part to do with it uh the environment uh less of things in your community uh not if no information for us how to get better always how to do worse. I mean, in my community, you always see something reward for a lost dog or a wanted sign or a fraud in a, on a bill. You know, you see things like that. You don't see things about college anymore on a billboard or how you can uh, start a business on a billboard. You see liquor. You see cannabis, marijuana. Right, right, right. You know, you don't see the positive things that we used to see. We don't have toy stores where you can go rent a toy anymore. I remember I used to go to a, a place where I can go rent a, at least rent a toy and bring it back in a week. They don't have things like that no more. Things have changed. The dynamics. 5G has kicked in. The, the, the way we talk to each other, the frequencies are so different. You know. But the thing of it is, this right, right. I hear what you're saying. But the thing of it is, when you look at it as well, you find that all is going on in our neighborhood. You go on the outskirts, you're not going to find that. No. You find... People don't wear masks in some place. Oh, man. That, but that's another thing. That's another issue. <laughs> that's a whole no, different I'm, issue right there. Yeah, I mean, I go but, I mean, all the way up into golf courses. People not wearing masks. Those big, like, like, Caucasian communities, they ain't even worried about masks. It's just different. They just got it so different in our community than other places. There's a lot of more rules in our community than in other communities. Yeah, yeah, very true, very true, very true. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think, uh, um, Alex, when we think yes, about, ma'am. when we think about, you know, black people, just black people in general, because I know, you know, you, you come from a different country, and we think about just the dynamics of the mindset of different people 
because like you said, you know, you have your, your, your bootlickers, what you call them? <laughs> you call, you call yep. them bootlickers. You got your bootlickers and then you got those who really want change, who really want reform. Um, do you see that type of dynamics from where you're from? Yeah, I mean, anywhere you have poverty, you're going to have violence, right? Um, yeah. Anywhere you don't have opportunity, you're going to have violence because, you know, when, like I said before, when people are hopeless and helpless and don't know any better, they're going to do what they know, what their environment shows them to do, right? So, you know, when I remember being a kid growing up in Jersey, you know, we used to have after school programs. You know, we used to have things that kids could do and be involved in that, you know, we used to make sure that my, my mother used to come to my PTA meetings, you know. Right now, you know, you have a lot of single family homes where the parent has to be working, the kids are on lock, lock key, lock key, what do they call it? Lock key kids? Yeah, yeah. lock key kids. Latchkey, right? latchkey kids. Latch key. Yeah. Latch key kids, right? They're left to raise themselves. And then the other thing that happened in the millennial generation is, you know, social media. Social media plays a big role. All these video games that kids are playing, yes. you know? Yes. You know, so there's a lot of stuff that's really just, you know, in our society today and then you got to remember back you know the, so the the young adults of the day are the um are the are, are the ones that were um uh born to parents who were who were having them in the 80s right and those parents there was a lot of teenage pregnancies in the 80s you know and so young kids having kids also impacted the mentality of the children that are now young adults today. And this is what you're seeing. You know, when I was growing up, you, do, you wouldn't dare talk to no adult in no way that you see these kids talk to these adults today. You would you, you get your butt beat, right? But these kids yeah. they don't have any respect, no regard for, for um, adults. They don't have no regard, no boundaries. And so that's what we're seeing playing out in those neighborhoods that are really poor, that have no opportunities, and that is by design. Because you remember, yeah. in this whole Breonna Taylor situation, one of the aims of, of, of Louisville area was to gentrify that neighborhood, and it came out in, during this whole uh, trial uh, or, you know, the investigation into her killing that they had set up where they would do these no-knock raids and target people for minor offenses, right? Going to their house mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with warrants um, so that they could, you know, pretty much clear out those neighborhoods and then turn around and gentrify those neighborhoods. So yeah. this, this, as this thing unfolds, we're going to learn a lot about what happened, but this is just one small instance in a multitude of instances where there's no, there, the police can act with impunity, right? And for me, there are no good police because if you're a police officer and your peer is out there doing what they're doing and you don't say anything because either you're scared or you're complicit with it, then you're not good. You know, you're part of the problem. Physically, you're part of the problem. Look at what happened to what happened in Compton. You know, just last month or earlier, yeah, earlier this month, they came out and said that there's two gang gang type uh, uh, polices 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. What the, yeah, and then now yeah. turn around and that guy Keezy got killed, right? Over there in mm-hmm. Compton, shot 15 times. He wasn't even pointing a gun at them. He had a he he had an illegal. He was gun, running away. He, didn't, he was running away. He was running away. Now, any my grandmother always say, if you hit somebody in the back, if you shoot somebody in the back, I don't care who you are, you're a coward. So a bunch of mm-hmm. coward police officers did that. They could have been. Why black men get killed and 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 don't get a chance to get a fair trial? Why can a white man be arrested and get taken to Burger King after killing nine parishioners mm-hmm. in a church and praying with them and get and get called a boy and and, yeah. and and young man and led astray and mental problems? But we're always labeled as thugs and 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 he had a criminal past and this that and the other. It's just disgusting. It is. It is really, really disgusting, and they and now and they undercover. They said there's so much that's going to be um, uncovered regarding the, the the police and all of the the uh, corruption that's going on, and it's sad. It's really sad to know that we you know our children and even us. We were living in this day where all of this stuff is still going on. It's just a different type of slavery. Different type of slavery. Right. I, I was watching um, the whole Black Panther documentary, and if I would have just changed the clothes and the hairstyle of those people, I would feel like it's the same thing that's happening now. Mhm, mhm, mhm. And and one of the you know, and it's the thing of it is, we keep saying, when are our people going to wake up? When are we gonna stop stop having the you know the slave mentality like Zoe was saying, man? We need to we need to start investing in our own neighborhoods. We need to start investing in in our stores and our communities. And the thing of it is, I, I hear this commercial on KJLH where the woman says, "Invest in our neighborhoods and invest in our stores and stop taking our money." It says how our money revolves, our dollar revolves around our neighborhood uh, within a few hours. The Korean within a few weeks and the white money in a few you know months or whatever the case may. But the 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 analogy of it is is that we don't invest in ourselves, and we and it's the thing of this is there's people who have businesses and the businesses are bad or corrupt or you know are not doing their part of being a great business where people want to come back and buy from them, and so you have this vicious cycle of you know no um no uh, support or you know no um well i don't know what you think uh, the mindset of it that you have no one trying to do better just period just just outright doing better within our neighborhoods within our communities within our 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 justice system and and, and vote vote people vote and know what you're voting for. It's not just the president, you know. He, he's up there, but you gotta think about these these judges and these um, public officials, and you know those who have these agendas on these ballots. These agendas, they after Davida again this year again, and all the di- dialysis. Um, say no. Know, say say no on Prop Twenty Three this year, please. That's right. No on Twenty Three. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, it's, it's, it's really, man, look at here, it's really sad. But ladies and gentlemen, you're here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio. 
here at Rosin's Corner. Oh my goodness. But you know, as we uh, carry on, we think about all these things that have been going on. You know, it's just so mind boggling. It's so, it, it, it's shameful. It's hurtful. And, you know, we get so tired. People get so sick and tired of hearing the same, same story over and over and over and over again. And it's not the end, everybody. It's not the end. Um, but uh, just to make a side note, we always want to, uh, you know, uh, think about the, the, the lady we lost in the judicial system. We think about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She's out, passed away, and give our condolences to her family. But uh, she was another staunch um, supporter of justice, you know, and 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 inequality. I mean, she made she did a lot of first first runs for things, you know, this is a Jewish lady, but you know, uh, um, you think about her history, you know, and how she was a professor at, you know, Columbia University and she, you know, she stood up for a lot of rights. Um, yeah, but not, but not for, uh, because the last, oh no, no, I'm, I'm just saying, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I'm, no, cause I'm just saying, you need to think about, uh, I'm just saying across the board, you know, the, the, not just for black folks. Not for black folks. No, no, but but she specifically before she died. You remember um, what's his name? The guy that owns the Weather Channel, the one black guy that has a a, a TV station. Um, oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, ah, his face is right in my eye. I can see his face. Yeah, uh, but I know who you're talking about. I know you're talking about Byron Byron Allen. Byron, Byron uh, yeah, Byron Allen. Allen. Yes. Yeah. So Was it Byron Allen? Yes, it was. It's okay. Byron Allen. He owns the Weather Channel, okay. and um, he uh, was trying to buy a, a, a TV station, right? And so he was in the in in a big legal uh, legal case with oh, yeah. you know, government got involved, and the other the station that he was the owner of the the, the station that he was trying to buy, right? And yeah. um, she struck that he, you, you remember, he got all the way to the Supreme Court. He had initially won his case and Trump intervened. And then um, he had to go back to court and he went all the way to the Supreme Court. And, you know, that was very, very, that was a very important case, even though it was about a specific thing. But the, the, the merits that he was suing on was important to the black community because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it, 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 what what the Supreme Court did is going to impact you for the rest of our lives. So, because now precedence is established, right? So, um, when they struck down that case and he lost, it the reason why he lost is that he could not. They're saying that he had to explicitly prove racial bias and then refusing to negotiate that contract with them, right? So that really went right back to the 14th Amendment um, that was specifically put in place for, um, for uh, minorities, blacks in this country to be able to, you know, uh, get recompensation based on prejudice against them because of their color of their skin. So anybody who goes forward and puts a case in front of the courts they have a greater likelihood of losing because of this precedent that's been set. So you have to uh, solidly prove that racial bias was um, was yeah. the cause why someone yeah. didn't give you a good or service, which is not good. Right, 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 right. And that's the thing of it is, uh, you have to 
prove without a shadow of a doubt. And that's the thing that they stand on. You have to prove exactly. without a shadow of a doubt, you know. And so sometimes it's, it's, it's sometimes it's vague. It's not in your face. It's, it's yeah. innuendos that people make, but you can see it as the person on the receiving end. Mhm, mhm. And that's that's why it, it gets struck down because it it was not proved without a shadow of a doubt. So that's what happens. That's what happens. But we we hope and pray that you know things can. But but okay. But now Trump is gonna get his his little little girl in there, okay? She's I gotta read a little bit more about this 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 young lady that he's uh he's nominating uh oh, to take the yeah who's taking who's gonna be taking the place because see these 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 judges this is a lifetime once they're in there they don't get out except by death. Right, yes, but they, they gotta really they gotta be sensible with that because when Obama was in his last term and he put Merrick Garland up for the nomination and the Republicans well, came out is it's yeah, down so right they need to they need to go back and dig in the coffers for all those talking points that those Republicans went on media and talked about as it relates to him not um be he shouldn't be able to do that and use that against Trump this time and Mitchie. Yeah, the turtle. He said, yeah, cause he said he's talking about um they said that he said that uh, the reason why he's he's letting this go because they have control of the house and the Senate. Okay. Well he doesn't so, he doesn't have control of the he doesn't have control of the house, the Congress. Um I mean they're, no they're, they're Go ahead. Yeah, the Congress is um, is dem is Democrat leaning, you Democrat know, majority, group, Democrat majority. I'm talking about right. I'm talking, the, I'm talking about the White House. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> they got the White House. <laughs> that's the House I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's that's his that's his reasoning. Okay, stupid as it may sound, that's his reasoning. I I really don't understand yeah. it. I, you know, it's it's sad, but um. Ladies and gentlemen, I know it's been a deep subject tonight, um, but before I go out, uh, Zoe, do you have any last comments for tonight for our listeners? Well, you know, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, um, I'm just supporting. You know, you know, I got this uh, 21st century civil rights proclamation that I'm trying to push. I was going to talk to you about that. I think we need to go ahead and push this proclamation thing. It goes along with actually what's going on in society. It's a hell of a movement, and I think I'm really going to get some money behind it. It's kind of like a Black Lives Matter movement, but it's a universal law. Uh, it's civilrightsreform.org, civilrightsreform.org. Go check it out. I'm really trying to do like a, a national tour to get people to get involved with this. It's universal law, uh, five uh, pillars to this proclamation. And I am trying to get it passed in different cities and states and many different companies. And somebody just says, okay, that it's okay. You know, it is, I feel it's a part of change and it's something that we need, like someone told me. And like, regardless of whoever's president, we can, they can utilize this right here because it's structure. Uh, okay, what is it? What is its format? What does it involve? What does it entail? It entails prop, the proclamation and the structure of how the, all the different communities can come together. It's the pillars 
on what the means need to be structured in all communities, all organizations, all people of all colors. Um, you can check it out. Like I say, civilrightsreform.org. That's the website. Check it out. You can pledge to the proclamation. If you know any cities, police departments, colleges that want to um, bow to it, they can. I um, actually want to actually create a proclamation uh, and create our own day of civil rights reform, you know, 21st century civil rights reform. I would like to pass it and just do it every year we celebrate this. So that's sort of mm-hmm. my last word. Let's check it out, civilrightsreform.org. Civilrightsreform.org. I will look it up. Definitely will look it up. Awesome, awesome. All right, Alex, You, I saw Lisa couldn't come on. She must be busy. Yeah, she um she she's a little bit tied up right now. Okay. Okay, awesome. All right. Well, thank you for joining me tonight, Alex. Anytime, mom. It's a pleasure. <laughs> and thanks, Zoe. Uh Sabrina couldn't come on. She's having troubles with her laptop. She was trying to she was in and out, so she said she will join us next week. Okay, for sure. All right, everybody, we've been here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here in Roslyn's Corner. We want to thank you all for joining me tonight, and we look forward to joining our other shows. Of course, we got our shows on Sunday with King Coco, Monday with Lorenzo Elvis Murphy, of course, with Pumpkin Politics, and then on Tuesday with the Mothership with Dr. Nanetta Kwaku. So just join us on our shows, okay? And everybody, I pray that you have a great good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.